the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connections, brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where diversity and opportunity are one. From education to employment, entrepreneurship to innovation, this program is your weekly connection to the latest trends and opportunities taking place all across Silicon Valley. Host Carl Davis Jr. talks to the rock stars of Silicon Valley and offers you engaging interviews and insights from local, regional, and internationally acclaimed business leaders, entrepreneurs, and community leaders to help you stay connected. Now, here's your host, Carl Davis Jr. Oh, I'm excited today. Hi, I'm Carl Davis Jr. Welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connection. I'm your host, but I'm also the president of the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where we help all small businesses start, finance, grow, and even exit their businesses. We're located at 25 North 14th Street, downtown San Jose. Or you can reach us via the web at blackchamber.com. In studio with me, and the energy is high today, is my <laughs> good friend, co-host, and producer, Mr. Carl Big Papa Wells. I love What's it up, when they Big call Papa? me Big Papa. I don't know if you said hot or high, but I think I didn't want Well, hot and high is what we're going to be talking about today, because we're going to talk about a very hot sort of organization, and uh, they do a lot of really nice things, but the gentleman who's been running it for years is a good friend of mine, Mr. Daryl White. Daryl's on the show today. How are you doing today, Daryl? I'm doing great, Carl. Uh, thanks, guys. I'm glad to be on the show. I'm, uh, I admire what you guys do. <laughs> well, we want to start off before we dive into what you do with First Fridays. Uh, there are some folks who's probably heard about First Fridays because it's been around for a long time. But we want to find out a little bit about you, Daryl. You know, where did you get your start at and how did you even get connected to First Fridays? Yeah, thanks for asking me, Carl. You know, um, I, I came to the Bay Area. I moved out here from the Midwest. I went to school at Purdue and then moved out here in December 91. And one of the things that I found challenging when I got out here working in Silicon Valley, I worked for Intel at the time, was when I went out, I didn't see a lot of people of color. And even when I called on different companies like HP and Silicon Graphics and all these different companies, I'd walk in and I'd rarely see an African-American person. And so uh, one day someone in, uh, at Intel told me about this organization called First Fridays and said, hey, if you want to meet professional African-Americans, you need to go to this event. And so I went there in May of um, 2000, mm -hmm. and I never looked back. Uh, wow. I started, I got involved right away. Uh, it's like, hey, I love this, what you guys are doing. Can I help out? And I did, and next thing I knew, I uh, sent it to uh, running the organization with a great friend of mine uh, by the name of Deanna Roberts, and we ran that organization. We've been running that organization for over 25 years. Deanna's wow. a well-known, uh, yeah, she's a well-known event planner and has moved on to do other things, but I've continued to uh, run that organization um, since we started getting involved. 25 years. You know, it almost reminds me, Daryl, on the days when uh, I used to do parties and had a club. I remember First Fridays coming to my club in Fremont and 
I loved you guys, what you guys did. Carl, do you remember anything about First Friday? I, I don't remember much past last week, <laughs> but uh, I remember those parties you used to do, so that's a whole other story. But I do know that First Friday has is, is, is been, is been going on way past, or I guess since 2000 uh, and now, more than 20-something years, right? Yeah, so actually First Fridays originally started in like 87, 88, uh. and like one of the first ones was out here in the Bay Area, uh, and then chapters sprung up all across the nation. Um, uh, you know, we had chapters in Detroit, Boston, New Jersey, uh, Chicago, Atlanta. I mean, they've been all across the country, even in Toronto, Bahamas. So, uh, and go ahead. So, from the layman, First Fridays is a an event that people can go to on the first Friday of the month at. Various clubs at any specific club, uh, and or that's restaurant or restaurant. Mm-hmm. But that's from the outside looking in. Now you say there's chapters, so is this sort of a, a, an organized um, concept, an organized uh, organization, or? Yeah, it had been pretty organized for a number of years. We even have a, a national organization. We still have, but uh, I would say in the past five years, a lot of those uh, chapters have uh, not been as active as they were in the past. Uh, but yet the Bay Area, Toronto, um, uh, St. Louis, and several other chapters still thrive and are still moving forward. New Orleans, those chapters still still are active and, and work together to do events. In fact, they just did an event at Super Bowl in Atlanta this past year. Oh, this year. Super Bowl in Atlanta. So you, First Fridays, will do different events around the country. And I think you had said something earlier about something in essence I guess the Essence Festival, First Friday, is going to uh, be there also? Right. So um, we are going to partner with the uh, New Orleans chapter of First Fridays, and we're going to co-host an event during Essence Festival, um, and we'll we'll be giving a lot more information out on that soon. Hey, let me ask you a question, because Carl almost alluded to it. For people who are listening to our show and, they, and they're not familiar with First Fridays, how would you, how would you, Daryl, describe First Fridays as like the experience for someone to expect and how they would, you know, come out and be prepared for First Fridays? Yeah, so um, First Fridays is a great organization to network in. So one of the things that's beautiful about what we do is we move around to different cities and different locations. So we, you know, we always keep it pretty, uh, pretty up, up a beat and mm-hmm. make it fresh all the time. So we'll go to a new location and you may meet some people that you've never met before, say that are from Hayward or from um, Foster City or whatnot that usually don't find a place to go out. But we'll do an event that's in close to those cities and we'll, we'll get out people that are predominantly African-American, but we're not exclusive, mm-hmm. but predominantly African-American and, and pretty professional um, and so it's, it's been a great organization for people who are looking for new jobs. It's been a great organization for people who are looking for new friendships and relationships. I can't count the number of times people have told me I've met my best friend, <laughs> I got my, my job out of this you know, event, or I, you know, I have kids now and I'm married <laughs> to the person <laughs> first friend. So uh, definitely uh, has, has done a lot of different things like that. Well, that's, you know, that's a big thing in the Bay Area because we don't have like a quote unquote specific community where African-Americans at least all are at one spot. So to bring us together at one location for networking and then, you know, socializing. And I would imagine even at the end of it, you know, there's some dancing and some partying going on, right? 
Yeah, yeah. So usually the way it happens is in the beginning, it's really more kind of networking. We Usually we'll have some vendors out with, with booth spaces that are either selling goods or products and services to um, our, our patrons. And we'll, we'll maybe feature a company that will come out and speak about hiring um, at their company. And then um, that happens in the first half of First Fridays from like 6 to 9. And then after 9 o'clock, we have a DJ that starts playing music and it transitions to more of a social event after that and goes till maybe midnight, one o'clock in the morning. Now I know here in Oakland, in the Bay area, they do first Fridays um, and downtown and they have, uh, uh, I guess a, a, a slew of restaurants and bars and things like that, that actually celebrates first Fridays, but they also close down the streets now and they have uh, vendors in the streets. And I mean, they've made it a, a real tourist attraction, uh, for people to come into the downtown area. Do you work closely with the city or the tourism departments in, in some of these cities to say, hey, I, this is how I can increase tourism or bring in new people into the city uh, on Friday or on the weekend nights? You know, it's a, it's a great suggestion, and I, I'm, I'm glad you actually brought that up. It's something that I should be looking into more. Uh, I don't work with the First Fridays that's in Oakland. Uh, you know, First Fridays is a term that actually a lot of museums our galleries started picking up and, and even like the city of Oakland started picking up and using for a celebration that was similar to ours, but not the same. I mean, like I said, we kind of focus on predominantly African American, but not exclusively. Mm-hmm. Um, and our goals and aims are a little different. We are trying to get people jobs and networked in, in different areas and, and make connections. But um, yeah, that's a great suggestion about partnering with the tourism um, and, and really educating them on what we do and, and making sure more people know about us as they come into town. Well, since we just had a, a, a first Fridays, obviously uh, the first Friday of the month, uh, are there anything coming up in, or is there anything coming up in April? Is that the next month? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In April yeah. Uh, that you guys are doing anywhere locally or anywhere in the state of California where we got folks that are podcasting can actually attend? Yeah. So we're going to be doing an event uh, in in or near Oakland in, on April 1st, Fridays, it'll be, you can go to our website, 1stfriday.com. We'll be releasing that information in the next week. So it's 1stfriday.com, the number one, like first, mm-hmm. uh, stfriday.com. Uh, and so that'll be coming up. We have a, a Domino's tournament we're going to do this year in August. Ooh. We have our annual, yeah, we Sorry. have our annual white uh, Carl can tell you about that, but we have an annual white party we do that we get about a thousand plus people there and everybody's dressed in white. It's a really nice event. It's in an indoor outdoor facility usually. So it's really a, a good time. I think um, I think people want to hear a little bit more about this first Friday coming up with the dominoes, especially the dominoes. dominoes Carl, Carl on, got kind of excited. I'm a bone slammer, five mama jamma. <laughs> I think that's what we used to say hey, in the '80s. That's great, man. So we, we, we're partnering with some fellas out of Sacramento who had a, a bones tournament in Sacramento last yeah. year. Had about 50 a, a, a participants, and so we're going to actually expand on that, bring it down to the Bay Area. Uh, we made right now. We're looking into possibly a Jeffries in downtown Oakland, mm-hmm. uh, but since it's going to be the date, uh, yeah, right. Yeah, let us, know, yeah, let us know, man, because I can get some of the Divine Nine. I know some of the Divine Nine cats. We get together and and, and uh, talk mess and play dominoes, and we love to take part of that, man. Especially if it's if we can do something for a good cause, also by bringing them in. Absolutely, and it will be tied to a, a good cause as well. So we'll be good. We'll be giving away scholarships for kids Incredible. for that. So what was that yeah. date? What was that date again? And uh, all the information. August tenth. 
August, August the 10th. 10th. It'll be from noon to noon to six, and we're looking at Jeffrey's currently right now. We're nailing down specifics around that right now. And if anybody wants to really stay in touch with that, they go to firstfriday.com. That's one S-T for first, and then friday.com, right? Correct. Well, Daryl, I want to talk to you a little bit about your heart and who you are as a person. I know I remember you leading like the 100 black men and all the other stuff that you've done to try to help the community. You want to talk a little bit about that before we go to break? We got about maybe about a minute and a half. Sure, and Daryl, and Daryl, all you don't get in now, don't worry about it. We'll do it on the second half. But I'd like to talk about your philanthropic sort of heart that you have. Yeah, yeah. No, I've, I've been very dedicated to helping youth. Um, I felt like that was what happened to me when I was young. Uh, I didn't know what direction I wanted to take. And I had some young, some, uh, some men who were a part of a Black Achievers program at the YMCA and turned me into turned me on to engineering, something I wasn't even thinking about at all. Uh, and I ended up going to Purdue and graduating with an electrical engineering degree. I worked at Intel for a number of years, and I work, now I work at Amazon, and I've worked at Salesforce. So I've had a really good career, and so I, I tend to network with organizations like 100 Black Men, Juma Ventures, and all types of organizations out there like that that are giving back to the youth and helping to elevate them uh, and give back the way that I felt like was given to me. We're just going to hold it right there, Daryl, and we're going to get more of that when we come back on the second half. You're listening to Daryl White, and he's a part of Silicon Valley Business Connections. And now, back to Silicon Valley Business Connections. Uh, You're listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections. And our guest today is Mr. Daryl White. He's the managing partner for First Fridays of the Bay Area. Daryl, we were talking a little bit about some of the work that you do in the community, and we'll transition more into First Friday, but continue your heart about what you do in the community because I've always found that people who have a heart to give back like that, it just goes around. You know, what you give ends up coming back to you. So, Daryl, share a little bit about what you do do and how you do help in the Bay Area. Yeah, you know, I've, I've been involved with 100 Black Men since the early 90s, and I, I've even been president of the, of the chapter for like four years straight, and then uh, I still currently sit on the board of 100 Black Men. It's a great organization. We help a lot of kids. Uh, we give over a million dollars in scholarships uh, to, to youth um, in wow. the Bay Area. Wow. Uh, we have uh, done, we have a phenomenal health and wellness program that involves um, actually um, a track component to it and um and we have a lot of famous athletes that help us out with that uh and then we also do uh mentoring in the schools and 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 with some college students on the berkeley campus and other campus around the bay area uh just really trying to help them uh one get to college and then to get through college and then get into the uh working environment with us and and helping them out in that area and that's huge that's huge there but go ahead what were you going to say go ahead no, I was going to also add that uh, I'm also part of an organization called the Boule, uh, and I'm on the social impact committee for that, and that's another organization where we're really working with youth uh, all the way from middle school to uh, young men to just show them a different pathway in life. You know, a lot of times we go into these schools and these kids say, I want to be an athlete, and that's, that's where it stops. And 
or an entertainer. And, um, you know, we tend to give them a view of other things that they can do around doctors, lawyers, engineers, and, you know, share successful pathways and ways to get there and explore their interests, take them to the Chabot Space and Science Center, take them to the Lawrence Livermore Labs facility and, and give them exposure to things that they never would expose, get exposed to, or even on a college campus where they've never been to a college campus, probably would never go. Some never even crossed the San Francisco Bridge, and now we're taking them over yeah. to USF to just for a, a day of um, speaking and learning about different career options. And things. Well, that's interesting. I love that idea with Boulay, and maybe we could uh, work with the um – Silicon Valley Black Chamber and the uh, Barrier Black Youth Techathon is something that the chamber is doing that really does yeah. the same thing. We try to get into some of these inner city schools and work with kids that are, are from low socioeconomic backgrounds, single parents that might be part of a, a school program, the after school programs, and get them involved in more science, not only just STEAM, but all forms of technology uh, and presentation, mm-hmm. how you present yourself in public and how people, you know, creating images and identities. So we would love to work with you on something like that, man, because that would be real uh, real uh, uh, supportive uh, of both communities, um, uh, North I, Bay and South Bay. And I've been working with other guys just to how do we kind of blanket more kids with what we're doing, more yeah. programming, how do we reach more kids. So I'd love to. Let's spend some time absolutely uh, diving into that more. So where did you get a heart um, of social and community concern, uh, activism and, and support? Where did that come from? Yeah, like I was saying, you know, it, it was really born out of me. Uh, my my mom and dad split when I was in the third grade. My father was active in my life, but he, you know, he had moved out of out of the state. And so my mother had five sisters. They were all educators. And as a young boy, I was trying to figure out what do I want to do next? I don't think I want to be a teacher, but what other options are out there? So my mom was smart enough to get me in a, an organization called Black Achievers with the YMCA and I was able to meet other African-American male figures who, who really helped shape my vision on where I wanted to go along with my father. Um, and, and that, you know, I'm that type of guy where, like, you know, uh, if I've been given something, I want to give back. Amen. And I felt like I was given the blessed with the opportunity to, to see a vision that I would not have seen on my own. And, and therefore, I, feel, I know that it's possible because I've seen what happened to me. <laughs> so now I like to give back and help other kids see the vision of what they can be uh, in life as well. So, Man, I love that. You know, the show's called Silicon Valley Business Connections. And you are probably the connected guy in the Bay Area. You do an event that's all about networking and connections. But I want to ask you, Daryl, um, as far as yourself, what connections or significant connection you've made that you think has helped you propel yourself to where you're at right now? And, and, and we could talk about anybody but our mutual friend, Marlon Smith, because everybody's <laughs> connected to Marlon. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. You could talk about Marlon well, if you like. You know, I'm going to tell you, it's gonna, I'm going to give you, you're going to like this. Well, Carl, actually, you, you were one of my mentors uh, growing up in, in First Fridays, you know, watching what you were doing and, and seeing how class, uh, your class act. And working with you and you being a solid business uh, owner and, and friend and, and mentor, you know, one of the things that I find that's tr- uh, challenging in the, so- in the uh, entertainment business is just finding people you can trust. Yeah. You know, and I, I, have, a, I have a rule. Like, I, I'll trust you till you t- t- teach me not to, right? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and, and you're one of those guys that I've always admired and trusted, and you helped me to kind of, you know, stay on that path of, 
this is how a promoter can be. You don't have to be like these other guys, right? And you were one of the first guys that I've seen like that, so in the Bay Area. So I give you kudos for that. Um, Thank you for that. As far as... Um, oh, I thought you were talking about me. You talking about Carl Davis. <laughs> I'm smiling over here, man. I'm sorry. Hey, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm just... Uh, <laughs> well, hey, uh, the, Sinbad sh- the Sinbad trip was a classy trip to me. I mean, that was, yeah. that was another one that gave me a vision of doing the destination trip. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, yeah. Speaking yeah. of destination trip, Carl, this is a perfect sort of segue. First Friday's doing something, what, in the Dominican Republic, Daryl? Well, we're partnered with some other uh, promoters who are we're doing an event in the Dominican Republic. It's called Recess Getaways, and it's on Facebook. You can go to Facebook and type in Recess Getaway, and it'll, it's a trip that we're doing uh, in July, July 11th through the 15th at the Dominican Republic and at the Hard Rock Cafe, and this is our fifth annual trip. So, and, Wow. And Puerto Plata Port, um, or where? Um. I think it is Port of and I apologize, but it's on it's on our Facebook page or you can mm-hmm. even go to recessgetaways.com, which is uh our website and it'll have all the information populated there. What do you guys do down there? If you go down there, like say I went down there, would that be something that if I'm a single guy, would I want to go? Or is that something where I would take somebody? Not for single Christian man, no. (laughs) Or would I want to take somebody there? So give me an idea. Or is it it there for both? There's there's like a track or stuff for both. it's there for both, but I, I, you know, I will say it's probably way more single than 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 couple. Okay. Um, it's a it's an event where they have a, they have a beach Olympics, uh, which is they divide people into four different colored teams, you know, red, blue, yellow, green, and uh, that's a wonderful event. That's that's really fun. We we the brat will be performing there uh, one evening um, when we have a themed event, camouflage and, and white event. Mm. Uh, we're going to have Kid Capri, who will be doing a, our, one of our intro. Kid Capri, got it. Kid Capri, <laughs> be on the on the scene, and uh, we also have a health and wellness uh, seminar that we'll do during the day, um, as well as a catamaran cruise and some other day excursion events. So it's a it's a really fun event, uh, and. Uh, I don't even get to go anymore. I'm married. I'm my wife's like, but, but uh, the guys that I partner with, we part. I partner with guys that are out of Houston, Texas, out of Atlanta, out of uh, Columbus, Ohio, Alabama, and uh, Knoxville, and um, another Memphis, Tennessee, and we all come together. And we bring our, our different audiences from those different cities. So you can only imagine. Wow. Uh, and, and, you know, this is really, this is a great place for me to tell you, I, I started an event years ago called Urban Hangover in, in, in Vegas. Yes, I and remember really that, yeah. Premise, yeah. So the premise behind that event was every time I go to Vegas, I'm like, where are all the brothers? <laughs> <laughs> and so we got a bunch of promoters, and we did a first trip several years ago in Vegas where we had pe- different people flying from all over the country, and we had a, a nice weekend in Vegas uh, at, at the Hard Rock Co- Cap, uh, Hotel there. And we're that we're going to do that trip again here in the next couple of years. Actually, we're, we're planning it now. Do you know what you're saying? And, and this is the idea that if our listeners get this, 
what Daryl's basically talking about is strategic partnerships, building something that's bigger than what you could do yourself. So you're leveraging wonderful relationships, whether you're going to the Dominican Republic or doing the urban hangover. Uh, even the thing that Carl alluded to, us working together, it is very important that our people learn how to leverage our relationships. I know you guys have a, the 100 Black Men have a special sponsorship with Coke, right? Coke, uh, right. they're promoting right. some of your stuff. So can you imagine us coming together and doing something that says, we're going to create an atmosphere. We're going to create a culture, an ecosystem that in the Bay Area, that African-American kids, youth, young adults, even seniors will all be able to learn about technology, to be employed. We don't want to be in a case that Carl and I are looking at in this 2050 study that says 85 to 90 percent of African-Americans are going to be under the poverty line. Well, Daryl's a very modest guy. He's a great man, a good friend, and we're going to invite him back on the show again. Carl, you're listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections. You've been listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr. and brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. More information about today's show is available by going to the Chamber's website, blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com. Or call 408-288-8806. That's 408-288-8806. Copies of our podcast are available online at blackchamber.com. If you would like to know more about a specific guest or make recommendations for upcoming guests and topics, email info at blackchamber.com. Keeping you connected. Silicon Valley Business Connections. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.